American Hort hosts Cultivate, one of the oldest horticultural events in America, which attracts thousands of industry professionals from all 50 states and over 50 countries. What impact does labor, the global supply chain, rising input costs, and climate change have on the ecosystem of greenhouse and nursery growers? To tell us more is Mary Beth Corden, Vice President of Marketing and Strategic Engagement with American Hort. Mary Beth, welcome to GreenSense. Thanks, Robert. Great to be here. Well, I just returned from Cultivate in Columbus. Uh, this is the second event since COVID, and I'm happy to see that things are returning to some level of normalcy. The exhibit hall looked packed. It was full with lots of attendees. Uh, what were your thoughts? Well, yeah, we were just thrilled with um, the excitement and the buzz in the air at Cultivate. And, um, you know, historically, we've had in the neighborhood of 10,000 people attend the event, and we were certainly um, pleased with that level of attendance this year. It was great to have all of our international guests back, who we missed quite a bit last year um, due to travel restrictions. So yeah, it was really great to see everyone. Um, there's certainly a lot of challenges going on in the industry, but it was super to see so many happy faces and people just uh, thrilled to be there with one another face-to-face. Well, give us a brief overview of American Hort, uh, the year the first Cultivate event started. I don't know if it was called Cultivate back then. And uh, highlights from this year's event. Sure. Well, uh, Cultivate has been um, in existence at, under the name of Cultivate since 2014 when American Hort uh, became American Hort. We were two organizations OFA and ANLA that merged together to become American Hort. Um, And prior to being Cultivate, it was called the um, Ohio Short Course. We still have a few people who refer to it as such, but, um, you know, Cultivate's just such a perfect name for the event because it is really the place where uh, the whole industry comes together to conduct commerce, to learn industry best practices. You know, we have over 140 education sessions that take place during the event. Um, And and there's just so much going on that is vital to our industry's um, long-term success. Uh, How many exhibitors, how many attendees were there this year? Yeah, we had over 650 exhibitors. We're on about eight acres of space there at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. So it's quite a large venue. Um, I think yeah, my feet end, are just recovering. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think my, my legs are still a little tired myself. Um, and like I said, we have uh, historically had 10,000 people. And this year was an incredibly strong year in, in you know, matching our historical numbers. So with rising travel costs, delays in air travel, international travel complications due to changing COVID policies, what are your biggest challenges you face on putting on a show of this size? Well, um, you can't imagine all of the details that our staff goes through um, to plan the education, to plan the exhibit hall, and then all the events that go on. So, you know, the challenge is just keeping it all going, but really proud of the hard work of our team. They did an amazing job. We also have a, a number of volunteers who are super critical to helping us um, put on the show, decorate the spaces. Um, we have a lot of different display areas that we set up. And so without our volunteers, we certainly couldn't couldn't get the job done. 
Um, you know, last year, one of the challenges we had was because the industry was so successful in selling so many plants, we weren't sure how much plant product we would have for the show. Um, this year, we, we thought we might be faced with a little bit of that, but we have some very generous donors in the industry who provided wonderful plant material that helped us create just the beautiful displays that visitors were able to see throughout the convention center. So besides logistics of getting people there, any other big challenges in putting on the event? Well, I have to say Cultivate is something that everyone really looks forward to. So, um, you know, really, I, I couldn't be more pleased with how smoothly everything operated and how well our team did. So um, the challenges were really very minor, which is a great thing to share. And as an attendee, I just want to say that Cultivate's a very high quality event. It's professionally managed and uh, things flowed and worked very nicely from registration, you know, to, to the uh, cocktail parties and so on. So uh, you guys do a great job. Thank you. We have have wonderful partners. I mean, um, the city of Columbus really comes out in full force. This is one of the largest events in Columbus, Ohio. And I heard from a number of people throughout the show how much they were welcomed at the restaurants and hotels. So we couldn't do it without our experienced Columbus partners either. So as I mentioned earlier, uh, talking with the attendees at the show, the issues that I saw that were on everybody's mind include labor, the global supply chain, rising input costs, a changing climate. Are you aware of any other pressing issues? Well, those are those are certain <laughs> <big> ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, labor has been an, a challenge for our industry for quite some time. It's it's always really the number one challenge we hear from most of our members and our advocacy team and our whole staff um, has this top of mind all the time and are always working on um, how to try to address the situation. And we're hopeful this year that um, you know, Congress will make some improvements in the immigrant workforce programs. Um, it's been a long time coming. The House has made some progress. We're hopeful that the Senate will will match um, those efforts here in the next couple months. And uh, there was actually a press conference today with several agricultural um, representatives and, and a member of, of American Hort there talking about how critical labor is and how important it is that we have uh, guest workers come into our country because the sad fact is a lot of Americans um, aren't applying for or taking these jobs. So um, this this just contributes to the rising costs we're all seeing um, in, in our food costs, especially. So just really important that we make some progress in this area and, and we're going to continue to work hard for that. Well, farmers are self-reliant and they're a very resilient breed and they take pride in finding solutions to problems. So let's go through each of those and talk about some of the solutions that may have been at the show in the exhibit booths or, or policies that you're trying to work on. Sure. Um, so the first is labor. We talked about some policy changes, but you know that's ripe for automation and robotics. Thought, thought on, thoughts on that one? Well, I, I think more and more growers are looking at uh, mechanization than maybe have historically. Um, some have been using automation for some time and others are just looking at it for the first time and they're kind of being forced in that direction. So we're happy that Cultivate can be a venue for people to learn what their options might be to help their business. And, you know, we'll see in the years to come what direction people decide to go in, but, but certainly that is um, an option that's available and, and maybe a really important solution for us. 
And a lot of times people don't realize you don't have to automate the whole operation. There's just key pieces like seeding or transplant or packaging. And so we saw lots of things out there that can help in that area. Correct. The next is the global supply chain. And probably the biggest issue I saw there was substrate cocoa core with what's happened in Sri Lanka and the country pretty much shutting down and so much cocoa core coming from there that creates a real uh, problem in the supply chain. Thoughts on that? Well, I think you're absolutely right. Um, recall having several conversations with, with some suppliers of uh, core and it's a tough area. Um, you know, anytime you find such a situation, people start to get creative and want to look at alternatives and see what um, new solutions they might be able to develop. So I have a feeling there were conversations along those lines taking place during Cultivate as well. I'm seeing some things like pit, pit moss, which is paper and other paper products uh, that can be recycled. Did you see anything else out there? Um, I didn't see that, but, you know, I saw a lot of changes in um, some of the containers. You know, um, one of the couple of things that struck me is, is there was a new um, container by uh, East Jordan Plastics that is uh, got kind of squared sides, so round on the front and back, and then flat sides, which I think is really smart to be more efficient with mm. space. Um, you know, round containers, um, you know, in the grocery trade, which is where I worked prior to American Court, um, Walmart and some of the other big merchandisers were really pushing manufacturers to get out of round containers because they're not as efficient. So it's interesting to see that same thinking um, being applied in the green industry. Uh, another uh, shortage is fertilizer uh, with the war in Ukraine and them being petroleum-based. Uh, any updates on that? Well, I, I really can't speak to that, uh, Robert, but yeah, you're right. That's just another one of the many inputs that are constrained right now. And um, so I, again, I, I'd suggest to growers and people in the industry to work with their vendors and continue to have communication and conversation and see what types of um, new solutions people can collaborate to develop. So your short show focused on two distinct areas, floriculture, which was more plants and flowers and then vegetable production. There was a little uh, cannabis there and some vertical farming too, but the vegetable producers are really experiencing high input costs, which makes it sometimes very hard to produce. Some of it came from high energy costs. Other were all those things, the fertilizer, the substrate. Any, any comments on that? Well, um, I guess what I'd invite folks to do, because this is, uh, there's probably not one single answer to solve this challenging situation, but we have a program coming up next week with Dr. Charlie Hall, who's our chief economist, um, well-known in, in the industry. He's going to moderate a panel that's talking about the supply chain and inflationary pressures um, with different key leaders in the industry. So, you know, I just would invite people to try to stay informed on this and to continue to learn as much as they can and have conversations to see what type of uh, solutions they can come up with because it, it, it'll correct itself, but I think it's going to take some time. And then the last issue was climate. When we were out there, Portugal hit a record 117 degrees. China had a heat wave. You know, uh, the UK uh, had all-time heat waves. France, uh, that's a big issue. And now it's starting to come this way. Uh, so <laughs> uh, any thoughts on that issue? 
Well, it is a big issue. And, and so, you know, there were certainly vendors at the show who deal with climate control. And I think that's going to become a more and more important area for um, producers to look at to see how to be efficient and how to conserve energy. And, um, you know, we started the spring with a rather um, cold in some areas, and then it spiked to really hot. And it's just really clear that it's unpredictable. And you have to be flexible and, and ready for whatever the environment um, puts in front of you. Mary Beth, in closing, any uh, words of wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, um, we're just so grateful to everyone who came and made Cultivate such a huge success this year. American Hort's really proud to host the event. Um, I wanted to share with everyone uh, one other thing that took place at Cultivate. Uh, we have our Horticultural Research Institute, which is our foundation in American Hort that raises money to support scientific research in the industry and to support scholarships. And they had a banner event on Saturday night, um, just raised over 800000 almost $900,000 for the industry, which is just incredible. So super proud of the work that's going on in that area, um, as well as the announcement of our first inaugural class of the HRI Leadership Academy, which is a program American Hort. Um, and HRI are working on together. So we're just committed to um, the betterment of the industry and looking forward to, um, you know, doing all that we can to help the industry get through the challenges we've, we've been talking about. Mary Beth, it's been very nice catching up with you and I look forward to seeing you in Columbus at Cultivate 23. Thanks, Robert. Look forward to seeing you then too. That's Mary Beth Gordon, Vice President, Marketing and Strategic Engagement with American Hort providing an update on issues facing the greenhouse and nursery growers. Green Sense is an independent radio show that relies on support of patrons like you to produce a high quality audio broadcast like this that promotes innovators with sustainable solutions. Visit the greensensefarms.com website to learn more. I'm Robert Colangelo and thank you for listening to Green Sense and catch the Green Sense Minute every Thursday and Saturday at 105.9 WBBM Chicago.